Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. For the 193rd time, this is Mark and Sarah talk about songs. I and your co-host Mark Blankenship, and with me, as ever, as always, is the butterfingerish, but I mean that in the candy bar way, not in the she can't keep a grip on things way. Sarah Deepunting. Hello, I I love butterfingers, even though now I sort of associate them with Donald Trump because it's the same color orange. Sorry to ruin Ugh. it for everybody else. Grody, it's just you're not wrong. So today we're talking about a request from our listener Tim M, and uh, I'm going to let Sarah take it from there. <laughs> That's a mistake, as you'll <laughs> see. Okay, so. If I'm not mistaken, Tim M. wanted us to talk about Hot in Here. But I suggested that we talk about hot shit, parenthesis, country grammar, and parenthesis, because I misremembered the hits of Nelly, because it, <laughs> it's been a minute. So I'm listening to, I'm prepping this episode, and I'm listening to hot shit, parenthesis, country grammar, and parenthesis, <laughs> and I'm like, I... This is not the song I thought it was. Not only that, I don't think this song is all that interesting. Like, it's fine. I'm not going to demand to be let out of a taxi because it's playing in it. (laughs) But this is not the song I thought it was. So I was like, the next thing was, what song did I think this was? Uh, Well, let me play a clip and then... While you're listening to the clip, you can imagine me not remembering the words, but only the um, meter of the song and singing it to Shazam and having Shazam basically like call 911 (laughs) to report an emotionally disturbed person and then delete itself from my phone. This was really a, a long afternoon. I did finally manage to figure out what it was. Here is a clip of... Here's a clip of Nelly, not hot in here, not hot shit, country grammar, but right with me. Feel strange now, making a living on my brain instead of cane now. I got the title from my mama, put the whip in my own name now. Damn shit to change now, running credit checks with no shame now. I feel the fame, come on, I can't complain no more. Shit, I'm the main now, in and out my own town. Out of New Jersey, from Courtney B, telling me about a party up in NYC. And can I make it? Damn right, I'll be on the next flight. First class, sitting next to Vanna White, come on. If you wanna go and take a ride with me, Um, given our recent uh, cultural calls for the end of the broken capitalist system, uh, the fact that I finally figured out what this was and it was this is kind of hilarious. I'm not sure I have a ton else to say, except that I really wish I had recorded this Shazam nightmare for everyone's enjoyment, but... 
I think speaking of taxis, I feel like I bugged out to this song in like hundreds of cab rides over the yes. years. Um, it has never really gone away. Um, I like the pop culture references. I like that he's, you know, I like the way New Jersey is scanned sort of like incorrectly. I like the implication that basically he is going to fly from Teterboro Airport to the city and a question mark. That's not efficient, but whatever. Um, everyone on the track seems to be having fun. It just is like... Uh, it just is a summary track that I associate with being young and living in Manhattan and um, like being in cabs on the way to some adventure. And so it was a pleasing break uh, for me to listen to the song, even though it was an arduous path <laughs> to finally figuring out what the fuck uh. it actually was. <laughs> Ride with me by Nelly. But what a reward when you finally made it there. <laughs> I was so proud that I opened my resume in Word and added this experience to it. <laughs> you think Not she's kidding? Wait until she applies for a job with you. <laughs> so at least like I, I have called the police. If you are listening to this episode and you were not paying attention to pop music in the 2001-2002 corridor, let me assure you that Sarah is correct. Every cab, every drugstore, every yep. passing car, every radio, every restaurant was playing this song What for what felt like a nonstop period of two years. And oh, I yeah. remember this is when I was this was uh, a popular song when I was in graduate school for theater. And I remember my roommate and I kept doing doing accents with that signature line. So it would be like, I must be the money. <laughs> that was the one that really sticks with me. There, I must be the money. You have just reminded me when I was um, living in Toronto, which was at the end of 2001, last quarter of 2001. I lived in this loft building and it was fairly porous sound wise. So I had this one neighbor who would rollerblade down the hall from the mailboxes to his loft. That's that's were you living in Melrose place? Yes, basically uh, Mel Melrose, Ontario. So um, he, and he would be like humming. And so one time he's like sort of rolling very slowly past and humming the words and leafing through his mail. And as he passes my front door, which was like, particularly like you could see daylight through the cracks. I yelled from my desk, must be the money. <laughs> and then he totally cracked up. It's like he rolled by and then he rolled backwards and knocked on the door. I was, he's like, you can hear me. I'm like, I can hear literally everything that happens in this building. It's not awesome, but that was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> i've done that more than once where someone will be listening to music in their headphones and on the street or in the elevator and i'll signal to them and start singing along with them <laughs> and it's always it's always the same process because they're like you can hear that oh this is fun let's have fun together like yeah. inevitably people <laughs> totally. seem to get into it there was a woman on the street one time who was listening to an artist named emily sande who is a british singer songwriter who only had a few minor hits in America, but is awesome. And she was listening to my favorite Emily Sande song, which is called Next to Me. And I couldn't help myself, but I was just like, next to me. Ooh. 
Woo-hoo! And she was like, what? Okay, I'm going to go with it now. Because, you know, it's fun. I will say, Sarah, that because we are trying to be as scholarly as possible here at Mastus, and we do think of this as training for some sort of PhD. Yes, I in billboardology. <laughs> I've read the lyrics to this song more carefully than I've ever paid attention to them in my life because this was a song that was just a party song. Like it was, yeah. it never occurred to me to like pay careful attention to it. And, you know, of course I had heard the line about first class sitting next to Vanna White, because that is a line that signals to you that it's, this song is just having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> because if you're, if your number one celebrity that you're proud and boasting about your proximity to is Vanna White, that makes I me really appreciate you. <laughs> would, yeah. I also would really like to see if there is a list of celebrities that they tried to get to rhyme or scan and it didn't work. And they finally were like, Vanna White works. And then, or like, they just put that as a placeholder until they could find someone more like, I don't even know, cool. Although Vanna White is pretty fucking cool, in my opinion. Well, you know, it's funny. They, yeah. And I'm just, I just really hope that they burst out laughing in the studio and then just decided to keep it. Yes, exactly. Um, that it, it was the equivalent of the, um, like click track basically. And they're like, well, yes. it's fine. We can't think of anything better. And she is kind of a boss. Fuck it. Well, did you know that Vanna White has her own brand of yarn? I do. I have knitted with it. Oh, well, it's not, it's I not just, great. It's a little oh, scratchy. Damn. I just love that of all things that she endorses, it's yarn. <laughs> and like on the label, I mean, the one I had, it, the one I had is like a truncated version of this label because it was a pack of like teeny little um Rolls of yarn, rolls of yarn, Jesus, skeins. You'd think I'd never knitted before. Um, but it's her like turning the turning the letter Y on the label. It's really cute. Yes. She yes. makes some bank. I mean, uh, underestimate our girl at your peril. Certainly at your Nelly peril, that's right. So the other thing that I learned, thanks to the website Genius, which breaks down the meaning of lyrics. Yes, uh, it does. In this very section that you clipped he sings about i'm getting pages out of new jersey from courtney b and that is a reference to courtney b vance it wait really yes apparently he in this fantasy courtney b vance is text is paging him to come fly on a plane next to vanna white so he can get to this party and i'm just i i want also to be part of this weirdly safe fantasy (laughs) it's like it's fine. It's just Courtney B. Vance and Vanna White. I mean, I don't know either one of them. Maybe they party harder than anybody. But it's just so charmingly off kilter that he's referencing Courtney B. Vance and Vanna White. And it really underscores to me why Nelly is such a cool artist. Because he has a playfulness and uh, a wit in a lot of his songwriting that he marries with a tendency toward pleasant melody that i think is easy to overlook sometimes like he 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 tends to rap in a sing-song cadence and the songs that he releases as singles at least often very have like very nice melodies and there's just they're very pleasant and he even recorded a song once with tim mcgraw that was a big hit yeah so called over and over which is like a really lovely aching song and nelly just has a very broad emotional canvas that he paints with and it's very often in the same song. Like, Over and Over is a really heartbreaking song, or the song Just a Dream that he had a few years after that. It's like a really sad song. And then in a song like this, 
he is not only telling us about how it must be the money and he's living his life on the in the best possible way, but he's also letting you know that he is doing that now, whereas before he used to just sell cocaine on the street and got his car title from his mama, but now he can put the car in his own name. So this is also a story about coming from really, really hard times and coming into really great times. And that is something I completely had never noticed before, is that he is also telling a bit of his biography here and is celebrating how he has really worked hard to get out of a really rough situation. So in this one song, you get awesome party, great jokes, pleasant melody, uplifting biography. Like, Nelly can do it all. (laughs) Well, when you are listening to Hot Shit, parenthesis country grammar, there is, like, I would love to do a master's thesis on the fraught relationship that a lot of pop songs have with their own generative like capitalist potential. Right. <laughs> I just said generative. <laughs> Don't get up. I'll fire myself. Um, <laughs> um, but this is, you know, in hot in here, not hot in here in hot shit. I think he is much more sort of um, defensive. I would say about his success, but this is a pretty straightforward, like it's not that it's not, um, innovative but this is a pretty straightforward like you know what it's not the worst thing in the world to have worked hard done good work and gotten paid and spend it on having fun with uh the wheel of fortune lady and the guy who is currently playing a major crimes district attorney on law and order criminal intent which (laughs) i think would have been true at that time like I just, there is something refreshing about, um, like, this isn't your sort of standard, like, there is a sort of standard hip-hop subgenre of, like, let me list all the things that I have bought with the money that I have earned. Right, yes. And then you can rank me according to, like, this is why fucking Donald Trump shows up in so many hip-hop songs. Well, including fucking country grammar. Yeah. Also, which is, you know, you can rhyme him with jump and hump and a bunch of other things, which is handy. And schlump. Yeah. And frump. And dump. Schlump is not even a word, but fuck that guy. No, no, <laughs> He's a it schlump. Is. <laughs> now it is. Um, but it, often it's like this the best defense is a good offense. Like, how dare you question not only how much money I have, which is more than everybody because I'm awesome, but how I spend it. And um, there is, especially in the hip hop version of this, definitely a racial aspect to sort of the world judging how Mm -hmm. hip hop stars are in the world. And this is like, not this is not that like hot shit is a little bit of that. This is not that that is this is just like, well, why wouldn't I do these things? And like, it's interesting. It's that, champagne. Heard of it? It's great. Vanna White, she's hot. Heard of her? Get a, you know, yeah, get like like Courtney B. Vance. Why wouldn't I yeah. hang out with him? You would too, you know, fuck off. But this is really just sort of like, okay, if you don't get it, that's your problem. I'm going to go hang out and get drunk. Like, yeah. yeah, you are. And interestingly, both Country Grammar and Ride With Me are on the same album. 
So he has the capacity, obviously. He's 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 he was he was from his debut album, which was this album. He was uh, interesting enough as an artist that he was like, I'm going to look at multi multiple facets of the same premise, and uh, Vanna White will be there. <laughs> oh, and this is such a universal, obviously, because I like to knit blankets, and often Vanna White will be there. <laughs> Okay, now I'd like to do for you a few more accents. Hey, hey, must be the money. (laughs) Okay, that's it. I've only really got two. But hey, must be the money. Hey, must be the money. Um, Shall I do a Jersey version? Yes, please. Oh, must be the money. We're, well, we're doing the important work here at Master, so don't let anybody Master tell you we're not. I'm going to do the Jackalope version. Hey, must be the money. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, Nelly and Vanna. You broke Mark. <laughs> one of the things that i love i just had a flash of the fact that we we list ourselves in the description of this show as being professional critics oh my god yeah well we're we're critics even ted williams only petted for six one flew over the cuckoo's nest and this is the they let me pretend to be a critic and i just am like hey must be the money oh god <laughs> or like um <sighs> like those um senior campuses in i think <laughs> norway yes we've talked about Where this they, before they, they build the facsimile of the world you knew and when, when you were younger and yeah you so it's like well i need to go wait for the bus <laughs> like well that's not hurting anyone let's build her a bus stop <laughs> They've built me. Where I will be singing into, it's not even a phone. It's just like a flat piece of plastic that they painted (laughs) some numbers on. This this episode is brought to you by Sarah screams at her phone. Old woman yells at plastic hunk. (laughs) Someone go get her. Plastic hunk, that was my nickname when I worked at the go-go bar. (laughs) Old woman woman yells at Plastic Honk, let me put this in your G-string. It must be the money. (laughs) You you know how we keep having these episodes where we're like, well, this is where we lost everything. This is where we lost everything. Y'all, there are tears running down my face, though. So if I got to go out, at least I'm going out in a good way. Yeah. I mean, I got some ab work in laughing just now, so... Tim, thank you for this request. It's taken us to some unexpected places. (laughs) Tim, unsubscribe.
Y'all, Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs is hosted by Mark Blankenship, a.k.a. me, and Sarah D. Bunting. And it's edited by Sarah D. Bunting as well. Do you want to talk to Mark and Sarah about song requests, ads, or birthday readings? Email us at talkaboutsongs at gmail.com, tweet us at TalkSongs, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mastus.podcast. To become a supporter and producer of this podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash mastus, where you can get access to all kinds of cool bonus content and vote in our ranking episodes. Thanks for listening. Okay, well. <laughs> I just keep thinking of, of you and a babushka screaming out of dead cell phone. Oh, God. Why won't you call my grandson? <laughs> call my grandson. Or, no, it's not even. It's a, call Roger. Call Roger. Roger. Grandma? <laughs> Grandma, that's a Rubik's Cube. Oh, you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? It has a transmitter in it. I saw it on the Googles. <laughs> oh my god. Must okay. be dementia. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Woo! Yes, must be dementia. I mean, oh, we had to. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube